and welcome listeners to our first episode of the academic year. Joining us today will be Emily. Together we chat about what first years need to know about careers and placements, as well as doing some myth busting around some common misconceptions students have in their first year. So without further ado, let's get started. Hi and welcome Emily. Um, I, I'm hoping many of the listeners listening to this podcast will, uh, will have been picked up um, from the title of the podcast that is definitely this is definitely aimed at first years and um, when this is actually released hopefully many of our first years will have just started so they perhaps won't know much about careers and placements and what we do as a service so can you talk through a little bit about who are careers and placements, what we do and how we can help them? Sure. Um, So careers and placements are a team at Aston who work with all uh, disciplines, um, like all all subjects um, in all year groups uh, to help you guys get placements and to thrive in your careers. Um, And we have all sorts of different teams within it. Um, Probably the ones that students you'll make the most contact with are the placements team in second year who are who are staff members who will help you in your placement search uh, and then in first year through to when you graduate um, we have a careers team too who do a range of activities and provide a range of support um, and by that we mean um, having appointments with you checking your cv um, having webinars and events to teach you all about how to write your cv um, and then there's a whole even bigger team sort of behind the scenes who are generating jobs, who are doing um, marketing so that you guys know what jobs are available um, and are, are building networks with employers so that um, there are jobs and opportunities for you guys to, to grab hold of. Um, so that's an overview. Um, most of our activities are either posted on our website on our social media um, and on Aston Futures as well so um, you'll be able to find more about that probably Adam I'm sure some of that will be linked in the description of this this podcast won't it yeah definitely you'll be able to find links around everything you need to know on careers and placements in the show notes so uh, do check that out after taking a listen to this episode Um, yeah that was very well put in a nutshell I don't think I could have done (laughs) A better job in describing <laughs> careers and placements it is such a um ranging service isn't it we've got everything from as you said there the part behind the scenes guys um me included in that doing uh marketing and doing the employer engagement making sure um we have employers coming onto campus to speak to you guys about uh how best to um approach them and work with them and uh right the way through to the more sort of front-facing support that you'll see such as the placement coordinators people like emily uh careers consultants etc etc so yeah there's a lot going on in that one little careers and placement service i guess (laughs) yeah definitely and it's a really big team too um it really surprised me when i when i first came i thought it'd be a couple of careers advisors and maybe a handful of like employer engagement people but actually the team is massive so um really great for, for Aston students I'm glad that the uni's made such a big fantastic team definitely so uh, when when students are in their first year what the the kind of buzzword they're probably going to hear from us a lot is Aston Futures so um 
I won't talk any more about that. I'll leave that maybe to you to sort of maybe talk about what Aston Futures is and why it is so important that first years register on Aston Futures. Yeah. So Aston Futures is essentially your one-stop shop uh, for all things careers and placements related. Um, you can book appointments on there. That's probably one of the ways that I use it the most. Um, so every week, the careers consultants, myself and the placement coordinators add appointments. And then on Aston Futures, um, once you register, you'll then be able to book in um, to a time that's convenient to yourself. Um, that's a really great way to engage with us and, and get the most out of our service. And that's done through Aston Futures. So that's a clear key clear motivator and why it's so important to register um, and then the other bit that you'll find useful uh, is the opportunities on there so all of our opportunities that the team generate uh, for Aston students get posted to Aston Futures too so there'll be part-time jobs there'll be volunteering opportunities there'll be in second year placement opportunities and there'll be all sorts of other opportunities to gain work experience opportunities um how many times am i gonna say opportunities but <laughs> that's what it is it's full of them so um check it out for that as well um some of them you'll be able to apply for on aston futures and some of them it will be a link to an external website but either way loads of really useful things on there um and doesn't take too long to register and it's really easy to use as well so i can't think of many drawbacks to aston futures really if i'm honest yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I guess what I'd add to that is we encourage students to look at all sorts of um, job sites. So, you know, all of the popular ones, are, I won't go through them all. Um, <laughs> however, on Aston Futures, what you are likely to find is uh, our opportunities, sorry, that you'll, you, you won't find elsewhere because they are exclusive to Aston students. We have, we work with employers who, um, I guess, love Aston students and they they trust that they're going to get a good quality um, either placement student or graduate or work experience candidate come through Aston and therefore they they just come to us and look for students just directly with us. So, um, so it's definitely a place if you are um, looking for an opportunity that you start there first and then build from that, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. And just to add to that, it's a it's a constantly moving website too so if, if you look at it today and you don't see anything that you like um, then I would encourage you to keep checking back throughout the week and into next week too because um, there, there's constantly being things added things taken off um, so it, so it's not just like a check it once at the beginning of term and never again keep checking it back um, and you can turn on notifications too so that you get emails detailing what what roles are available so that's another top tip for you so um, as we mentioned, your role is first year coordinator. So there's no better person to ask <laughs> about advice for first years. So is there any kind of key pieces of advice or one key piece of advice that you would offer to first year students at Aston? I think that my, my key advice for first year students um, is just get involved. Um, that's really generic and broad, but just get involved in societies clubs any work experience volunteering part-time work whatever it is that is interesting to you um i would say just get stuck in um 
it's totally fine if in first year you haven't figured out what you want to do yet. Um, but the earlier you get started, the closer you will be to achieving that if you do already know what you want to do when you graduate or figuring out what you want to do. Um, so I think the, the best thing that you can do in first year is try lots of things out. Um, try lots of things both directly related to your degree and not related to your degree and by doing that you're going to build all sorts of useful transferable skills you're going to learn about yourself um, and you're going to learn about the job market too so just get stuck in um, and get involved I think is my key key piece of advice for first year great piece of advice <laughs> um, so we we spoke a little bit about careers and placements as a whole um, but is there is there any uh, services that we offer that you feel would be most relevant and useful for first years in particular? Mm -hmm. um, so I definitely think the appointments that we offer are going to be really useful for first year students no matter what point in your sort of career journey you're, you're at. Um, so the job shop are fantastic if you're looking for part-time work. I know when students first go away to uni they might be a little bit strapped for cash so the job shop can definitely help you with um, securing employment. Um, and then the appointments that myself and the careers consultants put up which you can book on via Aston Futures are also going to be really useful. Um, they are half an hour long and we can talk about whatever you want. Um, you might be really specific, you might already know what you want to do and you want to talk about how you get there, fantastic. Um, you might want us to look at your CV or cover letter or you might be thinking, well, I haven't thought about it at all. We can just talk about that too. So you don't have to come to an appointment with something that needs doing. You can just come along, we can have a chat about your career um, and we can help steer you in the right direction and support you in in you know, taking the actions and steps that you need to take. So definitely book into appointments. Um, and then from those appointments, we'll see, we'll just see where it goes, really. Yeah, and I, I guess going back to what we were saying, all roads lead to Aston Futures. So <laughs> in order to see those appointments, that's why you'll need to be registered in Aston Futures. Um, so we were talking a few days ago when we were kind of preparing a little bit for this podcast and we, we spoke about some of the myths that, first year students I guess come into come into university with um, so what I was hoping to do is run through some of those and hopefully do a bit of myth busting with you um, to help those students kind of work through some of that information and some of those beliefs that they might um, first arrive at university with so hopefully you can help with these and we, we can kind of offer some sort of clearer information on that so we'll start with is it too early to start thinking about careers? Definitely not. Um, definitely never too early to start thinking about careers. I know as a first year student, the listeners might be thinking, oh my goodness, it's years away. Um, but you need to start thinking about it now so that you can start taking the necessary steps. Um, and also so that you can have a play around. I mean, you might have an idea, um, try it out and not like it so if you get if you get stuck in as early as possible it gives you gives you time to explore um weigh things up make mistakes learn from those mistakes so definitely not too early to to get started um and and in terms of a recruitment perspective 
if you can do things in first year, second year, third year, you're going to really impress future employers. So um, think of your future self. Think of you when you graduate. Think of the fact that if you get started in first year, you'll probably have three or four years worth of experience and and skills under your belt. Um, the, the earlier you can get started, the better for both your own um, confidence, but also the skills and, and experiences on your CV too. So no, absolutely not too early to get started with careers. Definitely. No one ever really says I was too prepared for my uh, career <laughs> planning, were they? So no. uh, I think there's a lesson to be learned there. Um, so on the next one, uh, we'll say, I don't know what it is I want to do yet. So how can careers and placements help? Yeah, so this is a really common common myth. Um, students don't engage with us because they're not sure what they want to do. So they don't know that. So they don't know how we can help. And, and I totally get that. Um, but we can help you by having a chat about um, your interests, your passions, what, what you're studying, what you'd like to get into, um, even if you don't know what you want to do you've probably got some ideas on your own likes and dislikes and you've probably had some thoughts um, in order to choose your degree um, so definitely get in touch we can just have an informal chat and um, there's also all sorts of tools that we can use to help you with that um, so there's all sorts of quizzes or um, like little tasks that we can do to help you figure things out um, and ultimately as well, we can just be a listening ear if you're not sure about your course or you're not sure about the work experience opportunity that you've got. Um, then we're sort of like an impartial, unbiased source that can can help you with that. We we want you to thrive in your careers and be happy. We don't have a vested interest. So we're also sort of an impartial, unbiased uh, set of people who can who can help you with that. Um, and and yeah, the. the the appointments and events and things are unlimited so don't feel like um so you can just keep booking them until until you've got to where you need to be I suppose moving on to the the third one the penultimate one that I've got so um I've on my first year uh, arriving at Aston University I don't have to think about placements yet do I so you it's true that you don't have to start applying for, for placements yet um, but it's definitely advisable to start thinking about placements um, the reason for this is that placements are really competitive um, so the earlier you start thinking and planning the more likely you will be to secure a placement when you enter second year and start applying for them um, the more experience that you can gain during your first year and the more skills that you can gain too um, are going to be really impressive to employers um, and fundamentally as well the more you think about placement it will help you in second year when it comes to applying because you'll know what you're looking for um, and you'll already have figured figured things out so um, you don't need to panic and start applying for them because they won't be available for your year group just yet but there are all sorts of things that you can do to get prepped and get ready for placement um, and so if you need any further help with that, just link in with our team because because we're never going to say, no, it's too early. We're always happy to help you get prepped and get get ready. Definitely. So moving on to the, the final myth, um, I guess, what would be the point in work experience if it's not related to my degree? Mm -hmm. 
I think that this is a really common myth, um, particularly in certain subjects where you might need technical skills. Um, if we've got any engineers or any bio students, I know that in your field of work, you do need those technical sort of lab skills, those practical skills. Um, but regardless of your degree, you are going to need those key skills, um, those key soft transferable skills. And those are what you can gain from work experience that's not directly related to your degree. Um, so, for example, you might be studying engineering. You definitely want to work for an engineering firm. Um, but say you have a part time job in Primark, well, that's going to give you some really fantastic skills like teamwork, communication, and those skills are going to be really useful in engineering. Nonetheless, you know, you're not working alone. You're going to be working as part of a team. You're going to have clients and projects to, to meet. So um, any kind of work experience is valuable um, and any type of work experience will help you build those soft skills that mean that you can do your job better and will mean that you can perform better in the recruitment process. So um, absolutely look at work experience outside of your field or outside of your um, degree discipline. Uh, perfect. Well, hopefully that's helped for some of those common myths that you um, hear quite often around careers, especially from students maybe in their first year who think it's a bit too early to get started or to be thinking about these types of things. But as we said there, it's never too early to be prepared, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. So as, as a service, careers and placements, we have uh, plenty of helpful resources that students can access at any time. I guess it's not just reliant on um, the the people in careers and placements. We produce a lot of content to help you guys with uh, everything from CV advice to application advice to uh, psychometric testing, online tools, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So um, obviously we have our, our website, um, for example, where you can find all of that stuff. We also have our student-led blog. So what you'll find there is a, a lot of um, content from other students, just like yourself, who have kind of been there and got the T-shirt, I guess, uh, sharing their experience about how they found searching for a placement, how they found um, first year work experience, etc. So um, definitely check those out and I'll be putting those in the show notes. But I guess is, are there any other, maybe other websites or other resources, Emily, that you would recommend first years take a look at? So I think that the um, one of the most interesting sort of resources that we have available at Aston is um, our online tools. So if you just go onto our website, scroll down, there's a tab that says online tools. Um, the university is invested in lots of really useful bits of computer software that will help you in your career and you can use this any time of the day so you know it doesn't matter if it's you know really late after a shift or it's really early before a shift um, and our department isn't open yet the these tools are available all of the time um, there's something called cv 360 that's great for just having a scan of your cv um, and you'll get the results instantly there's also something called Interview 360, which does like a mock uh, interview. Um, and both of those tools are used by employers too. And then there's all sorts of other tests like psychometric tests um, on, on graduates first and profiling for success. And again, those are used by employers too. So 
I know you as first years, you might not yet be thinking about graduate schemes or um, graduate employment or even placements, but um, those those sort of tools are really useful for you to look at now because second year will creep up on you quite quickly. Um, so by getting familiar with those now, it's a really useful way just to get ahead. And of course, they're totally free and available all of the time. So just check those out. Definitely. I think what I'd add to that as well is the, especially this is particularly relevant with the video interview software that we have, even uh, obviously in the current circumstances where a, a lot of work is uh, dynamic at the moment, a lot of people working from home, a lot of recruitment processes are taking place online, even for mm-hmm. part-time jobs, work experience opportunities, um, and therefore having that experience of practicing your video interview skills um because believe believe me I, i've done a fair few of my time and they're a completely different experience to a face-to-face interview it's very very important that you need to um kind of practice that as a standalone so those tools are really really useful and helpful and um yeah as as emily alluded to they're there kind of to use as many times as you like you'll get feedback um from those tools so you always can kind of look to improve your skills definitely they're they're great (laughs) (laughs) well um i think we'll wrap it up there emily thank you again for joining us uh on today's episode and yeah as i mentioned anything that we mentioned in today's episode will be in the show notes everything you need to know about careers and placements as a whole all of our online tools etc so uh yeah do make sure you check that out once we've finished here and yeah thank you very much for joining us today emily